Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope sarah's in a good mood today and we are here with sarah frazier david i'm on semi-vacation in maine honey how could i be in a bad mood i I mean aren't you fully in the christmas spirit i'm so in the christmas spirit i'm rocking out to christmas music i just i love it i love this time of year Do you want to know what it is? I was in the Christmas spirit. Like, I like to get things done early, as you know. So I was in the Christmas spirit the day after Thanksgiving, handed out the doorman cards, filled them out, gave the building tips. Now I truly feel, because I started the day after Thanksgiving, I feel like this month, December, has been four years. How is it still December? Like, I planned everything up to New Year's, and I just feel like it's been going on forever. It is a great time of the year. I just feel like I'm a little stressed out still about a lot of things that have to be done, even though I did a lot. And I just, I don't know. I just want to go to sleep in January. Honestly. Yeah. I am. uh, Well, I know there is always, there is a lot to do. I will say, I will say, yeah, there is. I'm just ignoring it. And I'm just like drinking wine every night. I'm just like bringing, taking in the holiday spirit. I love it. Anyway. It's really good. But wait, I need to hear really quick before we get in. We have a million topics to get to, but was Madonna worth it? Like I've heard so many mixed things. So was it amazing? I know you're a diehard. Well, first of all, there was a three night residency in Brooklyn. I attended two of the nights. Oh my. And I'm going with friends uh, to Kia. I'm going to be in, you know, I'm doing my winter residency in LA with you and I'm going to Madonna in LA too. So honey, the Madonna tour for, for David behind the velvet rope is just starting. We have about 10 more visits here. Did she show up on time? Well, listen, you know, it's going to be a late start. So, I mean, the first night was at the first night, believe it or not, the night I didn't go, she went on at 1050 and the other two nights at 1015. So when you know it's a 1015 start, you just show up a little late, girl. But let me tell you, 
daddy over here is not a young woman. I had to like yesterday, cause I went Saturday night. I literally was in bed. It, it ends at like 1am. So you go to bed at like 2.30 in the morning. I was in bed all day yesterday. In her fucking dreams. Are you kidding me? No. No. She Honey. goes on 10.15. No, thank yeah. you. 10.15 to 12.40. Absolutely not, bitch. I have kids. I have a job. Like I have a dog. Actually, I don't have a dog. But I have like a husband to get up. No. Honey. No. She can let- keep it. The queen goes on when she wants. And speaking of daddy, daddy Cohn was there last night. Yeah. Or two and nights we, ago. So you were like right next to him, right? Were you next to him when she called him out or something? For Very the- close. Yeah. I mean, look, she's a Madonna is, I mean, just for anyone who wants to go. It just it's listen, she has done. I feel she has done a controversial statement. Bring on the hate. I feel she has done more for the gays than almost anyone else ever. So it's really a full anthology on her career. And you see, and you just, you are brought back to the beginning and you just realize what a revolutionary, really in my next life, I would like, like, what would David like to talk about here for the next hour? And like talk about the Madonna concert and be, I'd like to talk about Shannon Doherty's podcast, which I don't listen to podcasts. I'm officially listening to, I've listened to two out of two episodes. Now we won't, you guys, we're, this is my day job and we're going to talk Bravo because daddy does need to pay for his expensive lifestyle, which I got to slow my shit down over here. But daddy, daddy Cohn was there, darling. Daddy Cohn was there. She you called him on, out. You ain't on Louis Vuitton's, you know, constant private invite list. If you ain't spending a lot of money, honey, honey, I they ain't the, they ain't calling me. Guess what, honey? The joke's over here. This is like I I got it. Like the joke's over. It's David. Like I I don't know who I think I am. I'm gonna live a very pious life, and t- my, my goal for 2024 is just to be is under the radar. Humility is humility and humble living. Humility. Humble living, under the radar, less is more, just okay. stay quiet, real quick, David. Real quick, I think you summed it up. Like, tell us the Madonna Andy story. And then real quick, I mean, this is amazing that you've listened to a podcast. I'm curious how Shannon sure. Doherty's is. Like, is it sad? Is it inspirational? Is it about guests? Well, Madonna did call out Daddy Cone. She was kidding, but she was like, you know, stop saying shit, shit about me on your show. And Andy, of course, was in his glory that the cameras spanned over to him and gave him a minute in the spotlight with Madge. It's like, honey, you might have just had your moment with Cher at the Thanksgiving Day Parade, but you ain't going backstage at Madonna. I mean, come on. I mean, no, you know, you got to really Madonna. Don't let like an Andy backstage as as a list as Andy is. I'm not taking that away from him. You know, Madonna's Madonna, honey. Uh, she's just like, stop saying shit about me on your show, bitch. Uh, and she's Love like, it. she said, you're a shady ass queen. So, and I heard him, like, I think he reposted the video and he's like, I'll be called out by Madonna like any day, you know, all in fun or something. But yeah, I did see that. Daddy had a moment. Um, she opened up about almost dying earlier this year. And listen, it's, 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 it's a new Madonna for this phase of her life. She is E. She's appreciative and she's just, she's brought the humor back. Shannon's podcast, listen, I mean, her second guest was, I mean, her first guest, but second episode, Holly Marie Combs from Charmed. 
Listen, here's the thing. This is why. And Shannon's first of all podcast is like Shannon's been in the press more in the past two weeks than the past. Like his thing is trending. I mean, look, she's like, here's the thing about Shannon's podcast. Like she's there's no angle. She's not looking for press. She's I mean, Shannon's A-list. Shannon wants to talk about her cancer. She's on like Kelly and Ryan and a cover of people like Shannon really gets good press. Um when you have stage four cancer, which is now in your brain and is spread to your bones, I mean, she doesn't want to do an autobiography. So this to me feels final in a way the Madonna tour feels final too. She's reflecting upon her 40 year career final in a different way. But I feel like everything Shannon says is, is real, right? Like when it's, you have this illness. I'm not saying the end is now. She is living. She can go on for years. But I really feel there's no angle. I feel like it's all just like, you guys want the truth. Here it is. Like, what the hell do I have to gain at this point? That's why I love it. Alyssa Milano, they called out in the second episode. Look, I mean, Alyssa and Shannon have had issues on Charmed. And, you know, now we learn Alyssa and her family try to keep Holly away from Shannon. And that put like a wrench in their friendship. Anyone who's not a Charm fan or a Shannon fan is like, what the hell are you talking about? But I feel that's why I like it, because I feel like it is truly authentic. And, you know, with stage four cancer in all these areas, she's not trying to like get a soundbite. So that's why I like it. It's really just like, let's be clear. It is clear. Yes, she is going to talk about cancer during it. And it's sad but it's inspiring as well and i think it's just good for her yeah. I'm, I'm i'm listening it's the only podcast i will listen to yeah. that's awesome that's awesome i love her too i mean she's so incredibly brave she's done so much for people with cancer and she's got a lot more years to go so good for her i, I love to see it. she looks like a million bucks i love it and uh you know oh. we always talk about on this podcast you know for the grace of god go i and just keep our health that's like all you want it's just really <sighs> Keep your health. I'm scared every day, but today I'm healthy. So let's just be happy. Let's do it, baby. All right. Where are we starting? God, there is literally so much to cover. I mean, where do you want to start? Can we officially ban Kim and Croy? Can we? Can we? Okay. I would ban Bethany. And I have had people slide in my DMs, our fans. You should give her a chance. She's obnoxious, and but she makes fun of herself. You guys, do you hear yourselves messaging me about why? You you tell me all the things of why somebody wouldn't listen, and then you tell me, give her a shot. I'm so done with her. But I, I can understand she's more relevant. Kim and Croy, to me, are we going to keep going with them? Are we going to keep talking about them? I don't even understand now what has happened. We have the son calls 911 again. And then Croy is saying that Kim is cheating on him and what she responds. Like, break this down for me because I'm really confused. Okay. I personally believe that Kim is the one calling 911 because they once the police got to the home again outside of Atlanta, they claim a child didn't call. Um, <clears throat> it's very confusing who it is. Now, I'm sure 911 documents who actually called in. So maybe it, it was the child. I, I, I mean, 911 is the real deal. Like, there is a lot. Like, this isn't yeah. like, let me pull a scam and sell my designer bags online and say they're brand new and they really are shit. I mean, you don't fuck with 911. I mean, there's a log. I don't understand. And maybe there is somebody in Croy's life. Like, is this all an act? I mean, is there... What about Croy's parents? I mean, aren't aren't people intervening here going, this woman is making you mad? Really, the big thing over the past week has been this video that's come out of Croy being interviewed by police, and he's completely losing it. And he's like, 
the guy's like, okay, calm down. He's like, I'm not fucking calming down. There's no money left. There's no house left. One day she wants to divorce me. She's fucking other men. He's losing it. Um, then she's come out on her stupid Instagram, my statement on if I'm cheating. And, you know, then she denies that she's cheated on Croy. Um, allegedly the kids called, I think, I don't know how many times the children have called that, you know, that part of this was that Croy was allegedly hitting Kim. He says that's not true, that he like went to like grab her or whatever, but never actually like physically punched her or hit her that the kids apparently got scared they thought she were i mean can you imagine living in the chaos of this house and now you know i just feel like at this point she is and croy said she's a narcissist she's the one keeping this going i actually believe that part of it i think i think she really believes and i'm curious what you think i think she th- really thinks she has a shot of getting back on bravo and maybe she does but to me, this is just so those kids are going to be so messed up at this point. It, it's and and I mean, you've got the inside scoop. Is she pregnant? Is Kim Zolciak pregnant? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. I had a date yesterday and I was looking really cute. I had on jeans and like a tight fitting t-shirt and I had on my Soho sneaker Vessies. Of course I dress for fashion and to look good, but you know what? My outfit came in really practical because it started to rain right after the date ended. My Vessies were the lifesaver of the outfit. Vessies are 100% waterproof shoes. I've tried other shoes and sneakers that claim to be waterproof only to get home to feet that are soaking wet. Vessies actually work. I used to wear those clunky rain boots. Oh, they were so unstable stylish. Now I wear Vessies because not only do they keep my feet completely waterproof and dry, they're so comfortable and they're stylish. Perfect for a first date. Look, the date didn't go well, but at least my feet were fully dry. But don't take my word for it. Get a pair for yourself. Head to Vessi.com slash velvet and get a pair yourself today. Just go to Vessi.com slash velvet and get 15% off your first order. That's right. V-E-S-S-I.com slash velvet for 15% off your first order. I've been telling you guys for months about how great the Moisture Rich Balm from Oak Essentials is for my face. The reason why my face looks so glowing and hydrated and dewy, it's because of Oak Essentials Moisture Rich Balm. Well, now I need to tell you about Oak Essentials Body Routine. Their body routine is my go-to for glowing results from the neck down. The body products are so luxurious from Oak Essentials, but I'm particularly in love with a luminous body lotion. It's so soothing and hydrating, but still incredibly lightweight. 
And just like the Moisture Rich Balm from my face, the new Moisture Rich Body Balm, oh my God. It has that same intensive moisture. Ooh, this holiday season, get yourself or someone you love Oak Essentials. It's my go-to skincare brand for radiant and glowing skin. My followers get 15% off their first order when they use code VELVET at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com, promo code VELVET. Whether you're starting from scratch or filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials gives you one less thing to worry about. Treat yourself because you deserve it. Uh, this woman is clickbait like I've never seen before in my life. And people really are getting, you know, it, it's kind of like everyone listening is responsible for this. It's kind of like when people slip into my DMs and, you know, your competitor, first of all, I don't got no competitors, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you're telling me how much you hate this person and you're listening. People tell me how much they hate me and they listen. So stop clicking on her shit. It's all clickbait. It's all fake, right? It's like, she's on to all this. I mean, I do believe she thinks she's going to be back on Bravo or some TV show with all these antics. And that is far from the case. They want nothing to do with this messy, messy. Bravo does not want low rent, messy, trashy bullshit. They want what they call inspiring people who then are also um, crazy and off center and come unraveled before your eyes. But no, Kim is too low rent to be back on Bravo. I think this, I've called her trash before. I try not to get riled up. I try not to get judgmental. I try not to be elitist. I find this is truly the definition of pure fucking trash. It is trash. And here's the thing. I, I just have a crazy question for Croy based on everything you just said. Why can't you just leave, dude? I don't understand. Can you pack up and just go live in a studio apartment? They're not that bad. Furnish um, it nicely. My, I feel like, isn't this the, I don't know. I don't know the laws. Somebody listening knows far more than we do, but I feel like there's something about whoever moves out of the house first. Like you should never yeah. leave the house. Yeah. When you're going through a divorce, that does, that triggers something. I don't know if it automatically, the person that stays has like additional rights. So I think he's there because- if he leaves, you know, I think he it's harder for him to fight the case of like, we need to sell the home. How the house hasn't been sold at this point, I don't know. Now, the real estate know. market isn't great. Now we hear the interest rates are going to be cut several times in 2024. So ain't nobody buying now, you know, everybody's going to wait. So, but I think it has to do with that. But, you know, to your point, I don't know what the law is, but couldn't he even like get a camper and like live in the driveway in a camper? You know what I mean? Like you're still on property, but maybe that's- Or just come home and lock yourself in a room. And I mean, it's a miserable way to just- Look, I mean, if he's not engaging at all and she's still like, oh, wait, I'm bored. I'm going to call 911 and make something up. I guess there's nothing you can do about that. But dude, stop engaging. And I mean- I'm, I'm know, so over them. You talk about crying wolf. I mean, nine one one. It's like for people. That's what I said. Fucking emergency. I mean, this bitch. Go. You know. You know. How many times have they showed up there? It's time to taser the two of them. Like honestly, I mean, start like I would taser them, and I don't give a shit what people say. Oh, you're like police brutality. No, these people are crazy. Enough Taze is on. enough. I mean, tase the fuck out of them and teach them a lesson. This is your tax dollars. You think this is like. I'm I mean, okay it, with tasing them. I have no problem with that. I didn't realize you were getting uh, chastised for police brutality. Man, they really come after you, Sarah. I don't. 
conservative, conservative uh, first Sarah. Of all, I, first of all, I'm an independent. I'm not. I love wow. gay rights. Everybody should have the right to get divorced. Um, and you know, I I, I think there should be tougher gun laws. So I look. Can't be I'm socially liberal, and I'm financially very conservative. So I'm. I don't know what I am. Um. So I I'm not. I'm not knocking you for throwing some tasing around just a little bit towards Kim and Croy. Yeah, um, with them. I want to ban them. Let's do I, it. I want to ban them. You know what? I also want to talk about. I don't know what we said we were going to talk about second, but. I find this interesting that Lindsay Hubbard has done in a recent interview um, where she, you know, she regurgitates the breakup with Carl. She says, you know, Carl called producers when he was going to break up with her. And, you know, which if that's the case, that is kind of low, right? I mean, anything for the show, I guess, you know, and got that scene filmed. And she said, look, maybe in 10 years, we'll be an acquaintance. (laughs) The friendship is over. And now she's saying, here we go again, Sarah. Here we go again. She's saying she does not feel comfortable filming next season of Summer House. Now we still have to air a whole season where they're together and break up. And she says she just, no, she's not going to film. Um, She's not going to film with Carl, does not feel comfortable being in a house with him anymore. And here we go. So does she need to call Lala and Sheena and Katie, whatever the hell her name is, Maloney? And and get, so so she says she's not going to film with Carl. She says she's just, she's, she's done. She's not filming um, that she, at this point in time, I would not be comfortable sharing a house with him after what he did and she could never trust him. So is this true? Is Lindsay not going to film with Carl or have we learned a lesson from Vanderpump rules yet? Um, we've learned a lesson from Vanderpump because every single one of those individuals, including Ariana filmed scenes this past season with Tom after they swore they never would. Uh, you know, look, I do this too. I, the minute I make a proclamation, like I'll never do this again, it's kind of what you tell me about listening to Bethany's podcast. Then, you know, you go back and listen. Right. So I think you can't, you just never can say never. And I think she's going to probably reap the benefits like Ariana has, and she'll be back filming with him. And I think it's smart to film with him, you know, and I, you know, I understand it's so hurtful and painful, but, um, you know, I mean, people want to see that side of it too. Like it is, they still have these friend groups and I'm sure a lot of women want to see her kind of get her vengeance and have a one-on-one with him and say everything that we're all thinking. So, I mean, she's going to turn down the, 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 when the contract comes, I mean, unfortunately we now have to watch an entire season still of the two of them together. And, and it's, we have a long way before that, but you know, it'll start filming the next season. Well, the next season will probably air in like February and yeah, I mean, next summer. So Lindsay, you know you're going to film with Carl. Come on, girl. Is she really not going to film with him? Come on. Ah, Sarah, these are the things that keep me up at night. Um, Speaking of Bethany and her podcast, she did a little chat recently. And I don't think this is revealing anything. Because, you know, when someone's really my friend, I keep it in the vault. It's her story to tell. We might do it. But... Bethany, I mean, I, I got a text in the middle of the night being awoken by my good friend Elise Lane from Roni. Bethany is putting Elise's name in her mouth on the latest podcast, which the story has nothing to do with Elise, although she went away with Elise. And it's all about Martha Stewart and how she had this. You know what the thing about? So I don't know if you listen to this episode. You know what the thing about Bethany is? Do you want you go? Do you all have a minute? Do you have a minute, Sarah? Yes, we want to hear it. She can't just 
it's so subtle. This is like, she knows what she's doing. She can't just tell a story. It has to be a like, you know, and Martha told me I was like the most best at, like whatever it is, she has to put in so subtly. There, there we go. With I had to Google, I had to Google who Elise Lane was, but there she is. Friend okay. of, from season okay. 12, I believe, I believe 12. Okay, go on. Sorry, Elise. But Elise is like my really good friend. So Elise woke me up in the middle of the night to a text that fucking Bethany is talking about me. So look, Elise will come on. She'll tell her story. I'm not going to tell it for her. But there was no point for Bethany to, to put Elise's name in her mouth in this way. It's not okay. But Bethany, the thing about Bethany, she can't just tell a story. It has to be of like, you know, well, I'm the most successful housewife of all. It's so subtle. She 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 works it in there. So listening to this story, because Elise is like, press play, listen, I have to now have my side of it and clear this. So I had to listen to this Bethany podcast for Elise. And she just can't tell a story, you know, and Martha, you know, Martha tells me I'm the best at this. And it's like, oh God, the bottom line is she made up with Martha Stewart. But the Andy thing, which is trending is, you know, she's like, and I saw Andy and it's the holidays. And I thought maybe of going over and like, basically like, and I'm like, girl, I think Andy fucking hates you, right? And she's like, you know, it's still too raw to talk to him. Like, I just don't think Bethany realizes her words like, I don't really think you're going to be friends today with Andy Cohn after all this, girl. You all already know how I feel. Uh, somebody <laughs> sent me a clip. I believe she was talking about Dave Portnoy, who's the head of C, you know, this. What did she say about him? Because I don't think on that same episode, maybe, maybe I stopped listening after the Elise part. I, I did not listen to the full episode. I listened to that clip where she essentially goes, oh, well, Dave Portnoy confided in me. We have very rich friends. I'm going over to see them. Very rich, very powerful. I'm having dinner with them tonight. And Dave, he had a falling out with them. He told them off. Not a good idea. I told Dave, not a good idea. Dave texted me. He wants to make up with them. He wants my advice, how to get back in with them. And uh, not a good move, Dave. Not, and I'm just thinking, like, uh, who would tell her... Who would confide in her? Who would do business with her? Who would do anything with her? You know this. You have dealt with powerful people. There are people you keep in the vault. I don't care if you don't like Dave Portnoy. He does have, he's a powerful person. He has a lot of fans. He has a lot of people who will go to bat for him. I always have a theory. I think Dave hires multiple private investigators to kind of investigate people. I think Dave is very, very brilliant for whatever Dave doesn't do. like he's like us on 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 acid he doesn't fucking care he sits there and he's taking on the powerful Kim Kardashian he's like this fucking bitch let me tell you what a fucking bitch Kim Kardashian is fucking with Taylor Swift yeah and but that's it's like, like very that's strategic though because you it always, is you always punch up and, you know, she's a great person to punch up at because yeah. she's the biggest, you know, no one has any empathy for Kim. Not that she needs any, but I mean, that's a good, that's an easy target. And people, she's polarizing, you know, that's a, that he, that's a very strategic one, I think. But also Bethany's just, Bethany's an idiot. I, I really, you had, you had uh, Meredith. Um, Lynch. Oh my Meredith Lynch on, who's the TikTok kind of investigator of pop culture. And I loved her take on Bethany, how lost Bethany is. And she's just trying. And it's, 
I don't, you know, people don't want to hear how negative I am, especially in this wonderful holiday season. So I'm going to move on. But but do you see what I mean? Like you just said, like she tells the story instead of just being like, I'm going to dinner where she doesn't be like, oh, and, and it's just rich people. And it's, I'm so rich and Dave is so rich. And I don't know which one of us is richer. And, 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 you know, insufferable. I don't know who listens to her and and people, these people, these people, apparently they did. Wonderful listeners slide in my DMS all the time. And they say, oh yeah, she did. She's obnoxious and she's this and she's that, but you know, she's really great. You are. I'm like, are you guys hearing like reread your message? No. We have a love hate relationship with Bethany. It's why. Listen, we just so did mine our is list. Just our, hate. Yours I, is, you I, hate I, her. You I, and I, Meredith Lidge hate her. I'm I'm like a little bit like the listeners here today. I I yeah. There's something I mean, about I, Bethany that just I, I don't mind. I look at. I go back to the Sutton factor. I go back to like which is so arrogant of me. It's so elitist of me. I, I have to, maybe it's a microaggression. I've learned about microaggressions from my good friend, Ebony. Maybe it's a micro, maybe it's a wealth microaggression on my point of like, if Bethany were broke, I would be like, this bitch, get the fuck out of my way. Shut the fuck up. But because Bethany has had such success, I do listen when she talks. So maybe it's a, it's a prejudice on my part. Well, I've, said it a bazillion times. I mean, she does have great points about the reality reckoning and the union. I mean, she, I've said that she has great points. And I think the sad part is, is she is, or could be a very effective leader, but I have no idea. There's just no strategy there. And I think Bethany's probably, and look, I have my own faults. I think she's just a woman that she really does feel like she knows it all. And she's not going to take anybody's advice. And, um, I think she just loves to hobnob with super rich people that are powerful and talk about that. And I, more power to you. I just don't know who would be friends with her and why you'd even, you know, she's mad at Dave Portnoy because Dave came after uh, Rachel Levis calling yes. her you know, dirt bag and everything, which I agree, I think was too much. I didn't, I don't, sometimes Dave, I think goes overboard, especially towards women, a hundred percent. So, you know, I get that, but uh, I just think, you know, for you to go on your show and go, well, I, you know, I told Dave like to expose Dave. It's like, again, who's going to, who's going to, you have a, you have a company you want to sell. You're going to sell it to her. Would you trust her? Well, if she'd purchase my company, sure. I mean, like if she wants to give me money, like I don't have don't, to deal with her after I sell it. Actually went through, but you know, when you're in business, you have discussions, you say things and, you know, there's a kind of a code of conduct of like, you know, keeping everybody's secrets under wraps because it's about your integrity and reputation and, and people make mistakes or people are, you know, doing this with their business or not. I mean, no one who would, I just think, you know. She has had success in the past, but she certainly hasn't had a home run in a long time. And it's just too bad. I think she just keeps digging a deeper grave. But anyway, we've heard enough about what I maybe in 2024. She'll come through for you. Um, It's really rare that I become like, you know, it's I don't get obsessed with the story lately, but every now and this one excites me. Well, it excites me more. I love this whole thing going. So Roni, Roni Legacy Girls Trip is here um, this whole thing about like Ramona crashing the party. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. 
Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. I have no time for anything this month. It's the holidays, and it's one of the reasons why now more than ever I have turned to HelloFresh. HelloFresh has let me skip the grocery store, and it saved me time with these tasty recipes that are delivered right to my front door. I love that HelloFresh has so many options you can choose from. You can do pescatarian, fit and wholesome, quick and easy. They have deliveries that are family-friendly, veggie. The options are endless. I made the most amazing sweet potato fajitas last night. All of this was delivered. The sweet potatoes, the jalapenos, the lime, even the sour cream and cilantro. You can save money this month. That's right. Cheaper than takeout. And with pre-proportioned ingredients, you'll never waste money on excess food. And they have recipes for all three meals of the day. Listen, go to hellofresh.com slash free and use code velvetropefree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash Velvet Rope Free with code Velvet Rope Free. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Unwrap the first of many presents this season with holidays on the house from DraftKings Casino. Cozy up with all the classics like slots, blackjack, and roulette, and play exclusive games you'll only find at DraftKings Casino. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code Velvet Rope and play $5 to get $100 in casino credits. That's promo code Velvet rope only at DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly, 21 and over. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. One per opt-in new customer, $5 wager required, max $100 in casino credit awarded, which requires one-time playthrough within seven days. Terms at casino.draftkings.com slash holidays on the house. Restrictions apply. Could you believe it? Can I just say this? I did think Ramona looked amazing. Did you like what do she we looks? Do? She's 66. She's 66. Can we not forget what Ramona and you know, I don't so like good. talking. I don't like talking about people. I'll talk about people's wealth. I'll talk about people's intelligence. I don't like I'll talk about people's alcoholism. I don't like talking about people's looks. But can you remember what Ramona looked like in the beginning? I mean, this, you never know how someone's going to age. It's always, the, Ramona looks great. She is 66. I mean, come on, guys. She's looking great. I love, so we have this party. The girls trip is back. We have the red carpet. It's in New York City. And we see the girls. Ramona is part of the season. It's not that strange. You see them all. And now it's come out, you know, it came out last week that Ramona crashed the party. That's what the sources are saying, that she was not invited. Now, and she just called up and said, hey, I'm going to be back in New York early and I'm going to stop on by. Rumor is she came. It was very short lived and she left. Now, I got a lot to say about this one. Sarah's showing a picture of Ramona from the beginning. I mean, Ramona, 
she's always who's that guy is that mario yeah holy shit i mean i know everyone thinks he was hot but are you sure that's like that wow that's hotter than i ever thought i don't know they're pretty attractive she's been pretty hot for a long time she's hot he that's a great picture of mario um Everyone can go to YouTube. They could see that. Um, here is the thing about Ramona. I I'm so mixed on this one. You know, somehow I see. You know how everyone says, like, you know, I say just health is all that matters, and I tend to see the world pretty clearly and not get involved in all this noise. I don't know. All these self help things on my Instagram pop up. I think I like. I think the algorithm of self help is, is like I like. I I put hearts on these because there's certain things on Instagram that come up and they're so empowering. And I'm like, oh, I agree with this one. I agree with that one. So somehow I'm in the self help category that all this shit pops up on my Instagram. But it is true. So there's something that pops up all the time about like you know one of the sayings is like. You know, if you're not invited, don't go. And I'm like, I totally agree with that. If you're invited last minute, don't go. I don't agree with that. I'm really bad with making plans. You can call me last minute. I actually love that. And if I'm sitting home, I'll go. But like, if you're not invited, don't go. So part of me is like, girl. And part of me is like, bravo. No pun intended for having the balls to just say, Oh, well, I mean, I'm part of the show. I'm Ramona Singer. I don't care if you invited me. I'm coming. So part of me is like, good for you, right? Uh, I'm on the part of good for you. I don't, I just, um, I don't know why. I just have like, I guess I, I've said this when we did our best and worst. I would have loved to have seen Ramona have some remorse. I mean, people make mistakes all of us every color every background you're going to say things that offend people it's just life especially if you're a public figure you know because it it, it, what Ramona said super insensitive offensive definitely a racist comment but you know multiple racist comments well, oh, really? wait, was there, I thought there was just that one. Well, wait, was there she two? talked? She, she spoke to a producer and used certain words, and she said other things. Like, why do we have? Like, why are there certain people on this show, and we don't need this? She said a lot of things, but go on. Let's skip over that. Okay, for a well moment. then. Um, okay, look. I mean, I, I she needs to take accountability. That's that's the bottom line. She needs to take accountability. Um, she's just acting like. Right, like nothing happened. And, you know, look, the thing is, is she is on that show. um, And I I feel like you don't have to, I'm torn. I guess I'm torn like you are. She looked phenomenal and she's been a part of that Bravo cast forever. I mean, it takes some balls to crash a place. I guess she's completely DeLulu. A major thing where like there is, you know, there's security and there's a list and I understand you are Ramona, but if they really truly- PR and legal if NBC really didn't want you there you yeah. could have been like a mere mortal girl and turned away at the door just like normal That's people right. are every day like so to me I would be so tense going just knowing I was walking into an event I wasn't invited to but then part of me is like good for you go wherever you fucking want that's how the world works you guys want to go somewhere go fuck them you I can't really add anymore that's kind of how I feel too Right. I, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I do. Yeah. I think it's it's I, over for Ramona after this. Yes. I don't think we're we're seeing her well, back. It should, on be. Our it should be like to your point, these multiple racist comments, not owning it, not learning from it. Then, you know, by Ramona. Now, have we watched Girls Trip? Because I have. No. Is it good? 
I have had such mixed, I've gotten such mixed reviews from these listeners. A lot of people are like, oh man, this is just cringy. It's a bunch of older women that were all fired, that this is, there is, and, and people are saying certain people that this feels like this, there was no point for the show. They just gave it, you know, remember we announced we're going to have a whole new Roni and just, we're going to have two Ronies that this is just like the parting gift just for the fans. And just like, look, we did it. We promised you to here it is. A lot of other people like it. I have to say, uh, because I heard so much about it and I was like, this, how could this be good? I'm, pleasantly listen it's like the old roni where you're having a major fight between the Kristen and kelly ben simone and then luann is like oh we they brought us caviar darling and it's like it's it's the little things that are being said off to the side if you really pay attention that are hilarious do you know what i'm saying and then sonia's yeah, like sure. sonia's scratching her back with a knife you know and just yawning it's like it's things like it's it's roni it's the typical it's kind of like Salt Lake is this season where you have a bunch of all-stars and there's a million things going on at once. So I have to say the kind of breakout star is Kristen Taman. Kristen wow. is like, you know what it is? Kristen is just like us. She's sitting, there's a one scene where wow. her and Kelly go at it. Now you could argue, are these two desperate people like the non OG OGs that like are finally back on the TV and they all want their moment. It's Kelly and, and Kristen. They waited 10 years for this. It doesn't feel that way. It feels where Kelly and Kristen are having this argument and Kristen's like, no, 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 that happened in season six and season six, she did this. And then she's like, no, 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 that was season 10. And then someone else has something. She's like, no, 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 that's the season you guys went to Montana. And Kelly is like, Girl, are you a fan of the show? Now, no. Carlos King, and they do break the fourth wall. You know, Carlos has gone on to say, and I agree, what's wrong with being a fan? Can't you be? I'm personally not a fan. People can call me a fan. I'm not offended by that. I'm a fan of Madonna. I went to the Madonna concert and I screamed and I cried and I was there two nights and I didn't get any sleep and I went with all my boys. I'm a fan of Madonna, Louise, Veronica, Sicone, yes, whose first album appeared in 1983 with Madonna, oh, Madonna the self-entitled. And yes, I'm not a fan of Bravo or Housewives at this point in my life. This is my job. Love lots of people, but what's what is wrong if Kristen is a fan? But she's like, I'm not a fan. I just know the show. I watch the show. Like I have a great memory. And Kelly just can't. She's like, no, it's a little weird that you stalked all of us. And Kristen's like, what? Well, Kristen knows every little detail, so it's really love funny. It. Okay, it's funny. A good combo. Yeah. Listen, yeah. they talk about her husband's thing with Ashley Madison. Remember, the husband was on Ashley Madison, so they're they're going back and look. Good. So Kristen to me is the breakout star. Kelly, I had Kelly on this podcast. I thought it was going to be a big redeeming moment for her. Lots of people were like, having Kelly on your podcast did not redeem her. The consensus amongst the fans from doing a temperature check is that this experience has not redeemed Kelly just yet. She's she's the same Kelly, sure. I think, I think Kelly, I really do think Kelly is a misunderstood housewife, but I get why everybody thinks she's crazy. She really is all about authenticness and being in the moment and, and I don't like it not being thirsty, but when she tries to explain this in every situation, yeah, sometimes she thirsty. comes across as like a little crazy. 
That's all. But it is, it's a lighthearted watch so far. So there you go. And Ramona is not taking over every scene. So I don't know. Did they minimize her? I don't know about that. But Dorinda's fighting with Kristen and saying, let's not be, let's not make a, let's not get a confused, honey. You were fired. I was put on pause. And Kristen is like, what? She's like, it sounds like being on pause and fired are the same thing. So Kristen is kind of like the voice of reason. She's kind of like the breakout of the whole damn show for me. I don't know if that's because we haven't seen her in so long, but that's where I am. Sorry for being so long-winded. No, that's great. I mean, I, no, I love to hear your hot take on that. Oh, I think I think people are definitely talking about it for sure. That's my hot take. What else you want to talk about? Um. Okay, well, let's go to Beverly Hills. And... um. What do you make of, like, where are you at? Where's your temperature? Where's your opinion with our Kyle and Morgan together? Because there was a big video out of the lyrics to um, 27 Club, one of Morgan Wade's songs, where basically she's like, I'm hooking up with a Beverly Hills hottie, the one that the one that wants to do pills off my body. I'm way over that. I'm at the Chateau. We're leaving separately because you're famous. You know, she got to go, whatever the lyrics are. They're along that line. And then, of course, Morgan's doing an interview and she goes, I haven't even been to the Chateau, but I wrote about it. And now that I'm in Beverly Hills, I have contacts. Okay. Is anyone like, I mean, and now and Kyle came forth in this past episode and was like, my relationship with Morgan is unlike any of my friendships. Our girl Dorit is no longer close with Kyle. I mean, where are you at, honey? Where is your gaida? Well, like, why are you putting this into a song if it's not happening? That seems crazy, right? She's putting in the song that she's hooking up with a Beverly Hills hottie that's doing pills off her body. Isn't country music all about the story of your life and your depression and your terrible childhood? I mean, isn't that what, like, Morgan, let me, can I just say something? Morgan annoys me on the show. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling these scenes with her. I don't like her so far. I don't like her. Sorry. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, every country song is not. And, you know, people, every, a lot of country artists sing other people's songs. So it's, it's not like it's rare to not have it be the truth, but it's just such a weird coincidence. I don't know. And then they were. Listen, I just had Alison Dubois, the medium, and she's all about it being fake. Now, my other friend, Um, I mean, I, I can say this. I'm not, you know, you always, I go back when it's text. I mean, I text with Catherine Edwards all the time. She's like, well, this is, she thinks it's real. I mean, here's my thing. It's little things like this. You look at Kathy Hilton's Christmas party and there's Kyle and Morgan. Now I know Kathy says she loves Morgan and blah, blah, blah. But like, you're there with Morgan. Like, okay, yes, Kathy probably would have invited her anyway. Sure. Seems like the two of you went together. So it's like, I just, uh, why... You don't spend all this time and bring someone to a Christmas party. Like to me, you're together, whether you're fucking, whether you fuck every now and then, whether you pass out drunk together, naked, whether you're just nothing has happened, but you're in love with the person. I'm it's, this doesn't seem like a friendship to me. It seems like more. I'm sorry. It just does. Okay. So, so 
what changed for you? Because a couple episodes ago, you were like, no, I don't think, I don't think they're together. I mean, what is she doing at Kathy's Christmas party? Maybe that was it. Like, why are you, I don't get it. I don't get it. I just don't get this. I'm not not saying that they're like, and I'm not even saying they're in love. Like I just, the whole thing is just, do you feel this way about one of your friends? You never felt that way about Dorit. No wonder why Dorito's jealous. No wonder why she's jealous. Our girl, poor Dorit. I love my Um, I don't know. I'm as lost as ever. I I guess I don't give it too much credence. But then when I saw the lyrics to Morgan Waits, I'm like, what in the world, sweetie? I mean, this is just, you expect us all to believe this is a coincidence. I don't know. Maybe it is. I guess I think I need to go back to my gut feeling, which was this is about publicity. And there it's very calculated, even though Kyle says that's not true. And like, that's okay. But like, eventually the people don't care. I mean, they already don't care. Like, I mean, I'm right up there with after Kim and Croy, I put Kyle and Morgan. I just don't even fucking care anymore. (sighs) We get to a- okay. We do okay. Um, oh, one more topic. You you. Oh, what about this one? I mean, she made our. We just did our best of and worst of lists. She made both of our worst of lists of 2023. In what world? I mean, I think it would be great, but this bitch Jen Shaw, this delusional bitch from jail, she's chosen Kim Kardashian to play her in a movie on her life. First of all, I mean, oh, what? what do you think of this, Jen Shaw? You already had the Shaw Shocker. Ain't no one making a scripted movie on your life, sweetheart. You see, you know? Emma Stone wants to. Emma Stone, the really? on Emma Stone was on a red carpet, asked about, I don't know, pop culture obsession or something she has. And she said the Jen Shaw story. And she would like to do some sort of biopic on Jen Shaw. Emma freaking Stone. Wow. I stand corrected. That shut me up. And, that and shut then, me up. <laughs> Uh, somehow it got to people asking Jen Shaw who she would want to play her and she would like Kim Kardashian. Well, I I, see to me, I, I feel like, like that could actually happen. I'm okay with it. Listen, I don't care. I know everyone hates blah, blah, blah. I thought Kim did great in American Horror Story. Kim just sold a comedy, you know, I think to Hulu or Netflix. I think maybe it was Netflix. She has a comedy. So I don't know why you would want to be an actress when you have a billion dollars in a private plane and actual company. I mean, being an actress or an actor ain't really where it's at. You sit around for 15 hours a day and, you know, you go to craft services and you're in your trailer and then you go do your lines and then you go back to your trailer for 19 more hours. And I mean, the pay ain't never going to compare to what Skims is worth and your plane and actually running KKW Beauty, although... We have no W, I guess, because Kanye is history. But so more power to her for wanting to act. I would love Kim Kardashian to play Jen Shaw. I would love that personally. Emma Stone ain't so bad either, now, girl. Emma, Emma Stone, I need to correct this. Emma Stone, you know, is in a new film. And um, Yorgos Lanthimos is the director. And basically she was kind of asked, or it got on the topic, Lanthimos is the perfect person to take on uh, a Bravo biopic mm. um, when asked on the red carpet at the premiere of poor things, which housewife Lanthimo should give the film treatment to Emma Stone instantly responded, Jen Shaw, duh. Can you imagine? Um, 
that's it's a good one. That's um, a good one. But I mean, is there really that much depth to Jen Shaw? Jen Shaw? Like, I mean, you would have to get into her. Like, I'm just envisioning it. Growing up in Hawaii, broke, poor. You know, you'd have to show her wanting financial wealth at a young age. Then you would have to show her accumulating the wealth and buying the Gucci and hiding under the mattress and Coach Shaw. There might be some something there. There might be. There might need a little salt and pepper. There may not be a little enough flavoring on that one, but we we might have something. I still don't know if we're going to do a buy-up. I mean, who else would it be? I mean, Teresa, it's not that exciting. You went to jail, you got over it, you moved on. Like, I don't think her story's that interesting. Um, Erica, eh, Bethany, nah, maybe Shaw's the only one. I'm all about it, but I can skip. I mean, I'm okay if this never comes to fruition and never makes it to the movie theater. The Hilton sisters would be the most interesting by far. That would be the most interesting. Next time we have to talk about some like recap of RHOM. I want to hear your thoughts on Potomac. We have to, we have a lot of, we have a lot of franchises that were, and we could talk a little more about Beverly Hills too. So we're going to talk soon. We got Ariana uh, uh, Maddox T. Yeah, a lot. I got to talk about that too. All right. I will see you very soon. Love you. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.